A popular outcast production. Hi, everybody. This is an episode of Serving Ice. I'm Justin Strasser. I'm Dylan Summers. And we have uh, our good friend Cody here again. Uh, and we also have... Uh, we, we have the Podfather. The Podfather of Central Pennsylvania. The East Coast Podfather. The East Coast Podfather. OG Gangster Mac Logsta. Get it. Oh, hi, I'm Bill. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, this nice is our Podfather. Don't, <laughs> don't call me that. Podfather. <laughs> you can leave it in, but don't call me that. I'm not going to call just, it to your face. No. <laughs> just behind my back. <laughs> you dirty Podfather. <laughs> don't tell no. Bill I said this. <laughs> but he's always been a Podfather to me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Take the lead. Go ahead. Cody and Justin and I were at Cody's house last night, and I I thought of a couple really brilliant things. The first, first of all, is how to evolve unicorns. And now that I have everybody hooked, I'm going to leave that for the end and talk about <laughs> I asked Bill to plug in, toss up his levels, and throw some, throw some two cents at me. Bill, are you familiar with evolution? I've heard of it. <laughs> okay. I guess I, I haven't looked into it recently. Okay. I think I get the basic gist of it. <laughs> right. I'm, I think. I might have a couple things a little messed up. But I think I, I had a great idea last night. And it all started because Justin started believing in mermaids, which is kind of fucking weird. Justin, that is weird. Tell us about the mermaids. And, and it wasn't... Let me, let me just... <laughs> let me interrupt Apotamus. Go for it. It was not because it. he watched the documentary on the Discovery Channel. Well, I mean, it, that's part of it. Is it really? We've had this conversation already. That's crazy. It's part of it. After that documentary aired, because it's a, f- it's a fake documentary. Yeah. Okay. You understand that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. A bunch of people blew up my newsfeed on on the social media. Yeah. yeah. And, and they were like, "The uh, mermaids exist! Holy cow!" Right. And I was blown away that people thought mermaids exist. And then Justin texts me like, "Hey man, I think mermaids exist." Or something out of the blue <laughs> about mermaids. And I'm like, right. "Mermaids, really?" So can you quick give us some background on your on your mermaid <laughs> beliefs? I think that the possibility of mermaids is not far-fetched. If you have a ancestor of us, humans, okay, who for some reason or another needed to, was around water, it is not far-fetched to me to think that if they needed to swim, that they would be able to develop fins or develop some kind of swimming mechanism. Like water. a motor. <laughs> not like a motor. That's how we have whales and dolphins. Like Those are mammals that left the ground or left the earth to swim for some reason or another. Okay. I don't think it's far-fetched to think that there is a possibility that mermaids could be a thing. Can I stop you one second? Go for it. I'm picturing in my head <laughs> the mermaid. Okay, we all know. We all yeah. probably are thinking the same thing. Is that what you think these creatures would look like? No. So you're thinking more of like um, not so much a half fish, half person. Right. Less right. Ariel and more Abe Sapien. Mermaidus Homo sapiens. What you call me? <laughs> <laughs> I never even looked at another yes. guy. <laughs> However, I don't think there's fossil evidence to show that happened. I also don't see any evidence. We don't dig up the sea, though. That's right. Right, right. I also don't see any evidence that would suggest that they are alive now. Right. Does that make sense you're not saying You're not saying they exist or existed, <clears throat> but it's not a very far stretch of the imagination to say that they could have. Right, right. I agree with that. I really enjoy cryptozoology. Yeah, me too. I think it's amazing. It's fascinating. I, I love the skunk ape. I'll watch 50 videos of the skunk ape. It doesn't exist. It's clearly a guy in a ghillie suit. <laughs> we saw a jukebox wearing a ghillie suit once. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. Carry on. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I think it was like 15 years ago. I remember watching the Discovery Channel. They did a similar thing, 
with dragons. It was like around Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and they had used the technology to basically make a a fake documentary proving that dragons existed. Okay. And I remember the same thing happening with people being like, holy shit, did you guys see that thing? Dragons are real, man. Clearly we know dragons, or do we? And then I read a book that explained away every reason why we can't find, uh, we can't find remains, how like, you know, why would they be in every culture if they, right. you know, if they didn't exist? And like one of the big things that they said, like, how could they fly? And because they were so big and they had small wings, well, it was because they were filled with helium, and that's how they created the fire. And like I've heard that, yeah, yeah, and like also the fact that they were like bird bones, basically, they were hollow bones. Right. So, like they're um, like they, they were very brittle, and so they couldn't leave fossils. And like sometimes we, if we found fossils, we'd mistake them for dinosaur bones and stuff like that. So the only difference between the dragons. And the mermaids is that mermaids make way more sense than dragons. I agree with that. Predators get smaller as time goes on. How many T-Rexes are there? Right. Or T-Rex-sized animals. Animals just get smaller over time. And now... They're not around. They went to chicken size. If there's anything in my world that would disprove evolution, it'd be that. What, the... Dinosaurs and the chickens. Nope. Survival of the fittest. Not not my watch. But... (laughs) Well, the Tyrannosaurus, which they've, in recent years, proved that it was a scavenger and has feathers. And what's a scavenger, not a predator? It was just giant. Yeah, I know. I know. Doesn't it suck when you find out, like, one of your favorite things in the world was just kind of not as cool? Yeah. It's like, oh, man. I think sloths are a major... Let evolution lose a lot of points for sloths too <laughs> come on sloths sometimes confuse their own arms for tree branches and then fall to their death survival of the fittest my ass <laughs> imagine what they evolved from well, yeah what what we've been able to discover you know just in our own time period like you can like the fossil record shows for example almost all of the evolution of the Tyrannosaurus Rex to the chicken. Yeah. The lo- the the foghorn, in fact. <laughs> what? Oh, 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 oh. Foghorn <laughs> leghorn. Yes. They're actually called leghorns, I think, but... Uh, That's a real chicken. I found that out earlier today. Foghorn leghorns? Not foghorn leghorns, just leghorns. <laughs> Crazy. They're, they're giant chickens. Chocobo size? I don't know how big that is. <clears throat> Can we talk Rhino. about evolving a creature into a chocobo because that would be awesome what is a chocobo a chocobo is basically a a chicken peep that is the size of an ostrich jeez people ride them and people ride them wait is this a true thing shut chocobos are are a fictional character from the video game series final fantasy i was really i thought they were i thought they were a fictional character but they're basically a giant ostrich sized yellow bird that people ride Look up chocobos, just so you see what a... I have no idea how to spell that, sir. It is C-H-O-C-O-B-O? Chocobo, I think is. Hello, Bill. There it is. I want one of those so bad. Aren't they the coolest? It is <laughs> It is a less terrifying ostrich. Tell me they exist. <laughs> they exist. Awesome. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear. 
You just get ostriches to get it on with baby chickens. I mean, I know it's morally wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> look at the outcome. Yes. Chicken, chicken was asking <laughs> the for sex it. The sex outweighs the means. <laughs> Incredibly. With asking. today's culture of victim blaming, we can make it happen. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. What did the chicken do to provoke the ostrich? Yeah. What was the chicken wearing? <laughs> Why did the chicken cross the road to get fucked? <laughs> when you set that up, I was inches away from saying it, but that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Yes. I, I concur. I her. think that, yes, that dragons seem very implausible. I think that fire-breathing things, that just sounds nuts. I don't think it's too far-fetched to think that unicorns existed either. And it's a mammal with a horn, which we know exists. Mm-hmm. Right. Mammals have horns. Yeah. Some mammals have horns. After the discovery of the mantis shrimp, I don't question anything's ability to exist. Have you guys heard about the mantis shrimp? Yeah. Somebody posted that on a social media thing, like a meme A meme. <laughs> and, then I, and then I Googled it, because I, I was like, there's no way this thing really operates like this. And I was like, oh my goodness, it yeah. really operates like that. Yeah. yeah. This crazy shrimp who... Is lives at the bottom of the ocean. I guess the bottom of the ocean, like sure. in the in the deep shrimp live in oceans of the ocean. Um, say the armpits has these the arms in front of it. What you say? The armpits of the ocean. <laughs> the armpits of the ocean, man. <laughs> New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Have these arms in front of them that they can wave so quickly that they like kill their prey with the speed and the heat that it generates from how quickly it whips its arms. No, they snap their. They oh. snap their pincer. Oh, it, oh it's, they snap a pincer so yes. quickly that it creates like heat around. And, heat like, and force. A, a water, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is it a shock wave? Of yeah, it's sorts? like, yeah. Crazy. That's yeah. nuts. Crazy. Insane. Different like, creatures have different set of cones in their eyes, which allow you to see certain colors. Yes. And so like we have so many butterflies have like twice as many as we do. So they see all kinds of colors and stuff we can't see. And then the mantis shrimp has like 10 times more cones than the butterfly. And it lives in this in the deepest, darkest of the ocean. Yeah. So there's no color, really. Yeah. They and see, the mantis shrimp's yeah. like rainbow colored. Like, <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's got colors on itself that only it can see. Yeah. It's insane. That blows my mind. That thinking about that really disturbs me. Yeah. Like, I feel very unsettled right now. Well, what are the animals that look like? mermaids manatees or you said it was dugongs the, the dugong was a creature it looks more like a seal or a walrus it's a creature that sailors supposedly would like bang because they had like a similar like the way their body felt or whatever was close enough <laughs> that just sounds like a creepy fucking sailor like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey dugong the the if you're if you're banging a chubby seal <laughs> yeah you're you're lonely yeah or that seal must have a hell of a personality. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the dragons real quick, the Creationism Museum is ushering in a new dragon wing. They're actually going to have a... Because they believe that dragons exist. What? Or existed. Why? Where is the Creation Museum? I think it'd be interesting to go to. Tennessee? Uh, it's too far. The, I was going to guess the South. <laughs> I know it's the South. Yeah. Are the creationists behind the creationist museum, like, on the level? Like, they're Christian. <laughs> like, it's all Christian, like, uh, based. I, is I, that I, what it's about? Is the, it a Christian thing? Or yeah. Is it the its crea- own thing? Like, yeah. The, the creationist movement. I don't know movement, anything about it. Yeah. The, the 6,000 years old Earth and. It's the guys that are being really literal. Dinos- about the yeah, thing. dinosaurs. And because God sure. made everything the same, you know, like men and Noah brought two beast. of everything on the boat except dinosaurs 
Right. No. God was like, no, these are messed. Don't bring these. Yeah. With you. Right. Everything else, though. But because Those of things the are fact too that scary. keep that one off the record. Right. That doesn't need to go in the Bible. <laughs> but before before that, like, because in the Bible it says that God created man, and then also later later that day or the next day created all the beasts. Yeah. And uh, because of the fact that we know dinosaurs existed, then because of fossils, we know that they would have had to walk the Earth at the same time. Mm-hmm. At the Creationism Museum, they have a triceratops that with a saddle. Oh, so yes. people can ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but but the, the difference Bible doesn't say anything about domesticating dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> but the difference between us, who all think that's awesome, and they who who think it's real, <laughs> I'm like they really think like they they have um, all kinds of setups where like there's children playing in water and there's a baby T Rex behind them like mm. smiling. Do you think they were milk and brontosauruses? I think evolution loses points for for uh, changing dinosaurs into birds, and I think creationism loses points for not making ferocious dinosaurs ferocious. Yes, exactly. And it's I, in Kentucky. Why? There we go. Why would Mary and Joseph ride in the Bethlehem on a camel? <laughs> if, if a triceratops was an option, on a triceratops, maybe this couldn't afford the triceratops. That, they got to the to the to the the dealer of transportation, and they had like, enough, we only got enough for the camel man. They had enough for either clothes to swaddle with, or they had enough to rent a triceratops. <laughs> One or the like, other. I was not budgeting on the price. Yeah. If you guys don't mind, I can I can either not read this to you, or I can. But it's up to you. It's. I would love to hear it. Okay. It's it's from the uh, website the, the, for the Creation Museum. Dragon Invasion. A dazzling new exhibit that will soon descend upon the Creation Museum. Dragon Legends will bring visitors face-to-face. Dragon Legends. That's the name of the uh, exhibit. Will bring visitors face-to-face with fantastic tales of dragons from all over the world. Regale yourself with delightful artwork and other adornments as you stroll beneath extraordinary Chinese dragons in the museum portico. Bill, is it if you regale yourself in Kentucky publicly? <laughs> I think is that some kind of? Uh, you have the choice of either being chemically castrated I was or gonna, put to death. Fair enough. Uh, learn about fabulous encounters as it, as though this is fact. Uh, with these incredible beasts from China to Africa, Europe to the Americas, and Australia to the Middle East. Discover what ancient historians have written about these creatures and examine armaments that may have been used by valiant dragon slayers. Why are there so many dragon legends from cultures around the globe? Why do descriptions of these magnificent animals often sound similar to what we call dinosaurs? How could our ancestors carve, paint, or write about these creatures if they had truly been extinct for millions of years. Evolutionists struggle to explain the intriguing evidence that people lived at the same time as dinosaurs. God's word indicates that dinosaurs and man were created on the same day. So biblical creationists are not surprised to uncover clues that ancient man had indeed seen these beasts. Were dinosaurs dragons? Find out at the Creation Museum's new Dragon Legends exhibit and prepare to believe. They're going from like mythical creature to real when they when they should be going the opposite. Like right, our stories of dragons come from the dinosaur bones. Right, uh, presumably, I assume. Right, and you know, just from the fact that we, as people, we want to tell stories about. 
things, conquering everything. giant things. And so it would make sense to make the creature that I fought the size of the Chrysler building or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I had to slay a dragon to rescue a princess. I'm <laughs> curious what evidence they bring to the table. Like, I would look at that exhibit just to see right. what they actually found. Because the one thing that I always have trouble with, because, like, I am a Christian. Yeah. But it seems like I'm always battling other crazy people's battles. Right. Because people think, oh, you're a Christian. You're an insane guy with the rest of these people. Right. And and I got to be like, look, I don't know about dragons and stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah. When I go up to heaven, I'll ask God if there were dragons. Whatever. Not yeah. worried about it. I'm not seeing the evidence, so I'm going to say no. There weren't <laughs> dragons. If these guys want to believe they were dragons, I don't think that's a sin issue. So Right. <laughs> there was a, uh, a pastor by the name of Rob Bell. He was interviewed on You Made It Weird with mm-hmm. Pete Holmes. And he said something to the effect of, you know, like especially atheists will be like, you know, I don't believe in a in a guy with a long beard sitting on a cloud judging people and he's just like yeah that's not the god i believe in either yeah well i don't believe in you know the god who would kill innocent people and allows hunger and blah blah and and he's like yeah i don't believe in that god either like why like let's talk about the god i believe in and then you know i mean like i don't think everybody do you think everybody at the creationist museum like there's got to be one guy who works there who's just like these people mm. fucking <laughs> like is there any scientific scientific evidence at the creationist museum that's like actually would make somebody go I still don't believe in dragons but that's interesting I would love it if they busted out the documentary dragon heart as part of <laughs> yes I, I went to a Christian school and they taught us creationism there was a lot of evolutionists don't know what they're talking about they can't explain this or they can't explain that when I got to college and actually took classes about evolution, it was so weird for them to be like, yeah, creationists say this about this, but why are they saying this? Because we do know. Like, yeah. there was so many blatant lies told in the books that I would read. It was really mind-blowing to me to go to college and, and see yeah. that they actually kind of do know what they're talking about. That's a shame. Why not just do it honestly? Like, if you want to battle, like, evolution with your own belief system, like, who are you helping by lying about right. what they know? Like, like why sit... There's this thing I was listening to for a while on the radio, and I haven't lately. It's basically this guy with a really cool accent gets on for, like, three minutes and shares, like, something interesting that scientists discovered, and then kind of tells you how it ties into, like, the Bible. Or, oh, like, yeah. how, how, how this scientific thing makes sense to back up God's word. And like a lot of times, like some of the times like I'd listen to it, I'd be like, that's that's really cool. But like, it makes me wonder like sometimes when the guy would say like, this does this for this reason, but evolution says like, this is impossible right. or whatever. And like, it makes me go, does evolution really say that? Right. Like it, like it makes me wonder. Cause at first, like my mind immediately goes like, ha, that's interesting. Like there's something that disproves that thing and it's not perfect, but maybe that guy on the radio is full of crap. Yeah. Um, well, Kirk Cameron and his <laughs> pastor, or I, I don't know what his like his his homeboy's name is, but did you see the thing about the bananas? No, they, they were trying to prove that evo- that that um, evolution doesn't exist because of, it fits in our hand. Yeah, yeah, that's weird to me. Especially considering Why, that how's the, that even? I don't even. Know especially how that's here, here's the best thing: the bananas that we know were genetically modified to be the yep. bananas that we know. Mm-hmm. They were yep. created by people mm-hmm. to fit in your hand and have a peel and like have very few <laughs> seeds. Uh, wild bananas 
are basically unedible by people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it doesn't sit well with me that like a pastor or a Sunday school teacher or something would try to explain science. Right. You know? at, at the end of the day, I look at science as you know, like like religion or like the Bible and like the pastor stuff. Like this is how we're gonna teach you how like what what the Bible means and like how how to live and and like you know how how you know interpret it for you how to how to serve and be a good person and like follow Jesus's teachings like ultimately and then like science to me is like how God like made everything work right and whether or not you know for all I know god made evolution that's kind of why would it be against god to say evolution exists why would that be something yeah you know and i, I, I think a lot of people pin science versus Ugh, christianity yeah. i don't subscribe to the idea that god no, is out to trick us <laughs> that would be silly he sets up and it's obvious that there are laws laws of thermodynamics and there are there's gravity and there's this scientific theory and this scientific theory and that's obvious right i don't think god is going to sit back and be like well all these other things are true and this is how i set it up but i just snap my fingers over here and that's how everything else worked right you know it doesn't change anything in my life yeah i look at it as like you know they come out and they go we got this new theory gravity there's this <laughs> force that's like keeping everybody down like, I wouldn't look at that and be like, oh, crap, God doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> there, it's No, he just made things. That, he just snapped his fingers and things. No, I'd be like, oh, good job, God. You came up with gravity. That was smart. <laughs> way you know, to, that, science way is to just, go. Way to go. Science is just unveiling how God built everything yeah. to, in, my, in my mind. That's how, that's how that works for me as a Christian. Let's get back to Dylan's proof of evolution. This is what... This is what he wanted to talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry we got such a tangent there. That's all right, man. Do your thing, dude. It's, it's an organic, yeah. But living, this is the evolution of our podcast. <laughs> I just proved it. Suck it, bitches. Science, <laughs> science. I'm, yeah, indeed. We just proved evolution. Suck it, indeed. <laughs> I don't think this is a good idea because you'd have to fuck with a lot of people to do it. <laughs> okay. You take fifty families, right? Right. Just because. 50 sounds good to me. Right. You throw them around a lake, okay? Uh-huh. So you got a lake, you got 50 families, you got like a fence or something. You don't Electric let them leave. Electric fence. Why not? You don't let them leave. Okay. And then scientists are in charge of like observe it and I, I'm going, I'm rolling with like 50 families because how long, definitely don't bang people you're related to, that's a <laughs> terrible idea no matter what, but how, right. how long can you go before... The, before there's no genetic, it's probably always going to be icky. But how far until it gets naughty? Like how far until you're not going to get fucked up from yeah. producing? You know what I'm saying? How many generations? You think we're safe with fifty families? They just I, shoot out a bunch of kids, and then you. Yeah, you if everybody had two kids, that would be a hundred children. So fifty couples, and then they all had two kids. So that would then create a hundred couples and then it would continue. It's gotta be a yeah, pretty so. big lake, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you got 50 around a big lake. Lake Erie. Lake Erie. Because um, it'll be an Erie experiment. <laughs> yeah. So, every, I mean, so I guess... So you got 50 families banging. Yeah, Justin said the evolution takes millions of years, all that shit. But maybe we can just... I don't say that. That's, that's scientists. Okay, well, Justin said the scientists said that. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I'm thinking... We don't need to like see a, a fucking fish person. We just need to see a little bit of little bit of something that we're like, boom, evolution proven. And I, I think it's webbed already, feet. It's already been proven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm thinking what, what you do is they're around a lake, and then every like generation you move their houses or huts or tents 
or like a wigwams. Last night I was saying that I I think in like twenty five years we'll have a bubble that can, you know, I don't get we can survive in the sea and like maybe it's probably more like fifty years and maybe uh, we'll just say a hundred years just to be safe because then I can't be proven wrong because we'll all be fucking dead. Right. But like you move their bubble or their kelp hut or whatever right. closer and closer <laughs> into the sea until it is in the or into the lake until it is in the lake. Right. And then every gen and see if like see a little little bit of webbing appears or maybe you got some yeah. gills going right. on. What if, the, what if the webbing is just because of the incest? No. You, you, you make sure that there's no incest. Oh that's why you have 50 that's, Yeah. Bill understands right. it. We're putting yeah. Bill in charge of this. <laughs> yeah. Bill is the... <laughs> Yeah. Don't the put me eerie in family. I have to make sure that there's no yeah the director. eerie family experiment director. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, Do you I, think that's? I definitely think it's horrible because you would yeah basically. Be, you won't be you won't be allowing the kids to leave. No, they wouldn't have a they choice. They could never leave. They can't leave. I wonder how long it would take for people to start. I would say thousand, a two thousand. thousand you think it'll happen? You would I, need I to, think it would. You would need to create a situation though. For them to need to be in the water. Well, the, their huts are going in the, okay. in the fucking water, like, one way or another. Right. Like, But you, I, wouldn't you also need to create a situation where oh. the people with the better abilities to swim were the ones that lived? Yeah. When their houses are in the water. Yeah, they would have to f- swim underwater in order to get out. This is how you do it. You put them in the middle of the lake on a platform that's in a dome, you know? You slowly and sink the platform? For, for them to get out... To get to the shore, to get to their food area where they have the farms and stuff, they go under the water and swim. But the but you move the door, like you you fill it with knockout gas once every ten years <laughs> and move the door like a foot. Yeah. So they have to swim a foot further in order to get you know, and their lung capacity would be the first thing probably to get better so, with exercise so the generation just, with the best lung yeah. capacity would pass the lung capacity genes on to the second generation so that the second generation would have the best lung capacity this sounds like it's all been proven <laughs> yeah well i used the example last night um that if you have a poison gas cloud that suddenly appears around the earth that's six feet off the ground everybody who's six feet or taller would die and then over a generations anybody who's short the short gene would just keep getting passed along and then maybe in a hundred thousand years, everybody was three feet, four feet tall. Yeah, that that would, that's, that would also. So that's kind of that's the example I used last night. Without that murdering six people, foot tall right? People would learn to start crawling. Oh yeah, I mean, that. But would, I, I that, get the theory. That would require you know us not doing anything to help out the tall people. Like screw you guys, we're down here below well, yeah. the poison. Maybe guys. if they started crawling, they would just develop. Yeah, yeah, would, and that yeah. too. Maybe maybe the best oh, crawlers man. would crippling knees. Then suddenly, and we be, might we be hunchbacks too. Different. Yeah, we would have two different people. We would have the the ground crawlers. <laughs> where their arms got longer and the short walkers and spider-like and yeah they would get like spindly and they would have more like of an arch they would start to perform like they'd walk on their toes and on their fingers so their hands would be more calloused and then they'd basically end up turning into wolves <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even like here's the thing I'm using comedy to explain but we all know exactly what would happen to these people <laughs> to explain wolves <laughs> they would that's, turn into wolves that's how of course wolves, they would werewolves yeah that's how wolves came into existence was there was a cloud <laughs> duh so you're saying let's yeah. create a situation where people need to have good lung capacity and extra skin between their fingers I'm not he's saying it you're looking at me yeah he's the genius yeah there. I know but you were the I, one that brought this all should up should we just do this to have the best Olympic swimmers <laughs> 
Well, <laughs> that's that's and just the, let them out once a year or once every four years. Well, don't you think the the best Olympic swimmers or the best weightlifters or like the best athletes in the world come from a genetic line? Like, uh, do you think that our culture, our society, our human race is destroying evolution because we keep our sick, we no, keep our crippled? It's continuing to evolve. It's I think just the next yeah, destroying like evolution are, is just the new evolution, yeah. man. We aren't pe- per, we aren't perpetuating survival of the fittest. Therefore, our species might not continue. We're continuing to rely on technology for survival yeah. instead of our own bodies. Yeah. Is, is that a type Maybe of survival? Maybe that is a type of evolution. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Because, I mean, people are getting... My, I read this You think thing. that's what the dinosaurs did? I Maybe. That's why they died out? Maybe. Because they kept their sick alive? I, um... <laughs> perhaps. Was I read this weird thing. Not. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just... I was going to try to cram an Obama... <laughs> and Obama Rex, like a ty- I was gonna try to take Tyrannosaur like like right. tyrant, throw it with Obama, throw right. the Rex in Tyrannosaurus there. R- Obama Obama Rex Ro- yeah tyrant Obama Rex or something yeah and then say about death panels right and then have him kill the sick that's where I was gonna and then when you, you started talking I was like oh thank God he saved me because now I won't have to try to stumble through this joke. <laughs> I um I read some weird th- like I remember when my son was diagnosed with autism the statistics were one in like a thousand kids now it's down to like one in seventy five that have autism yeah that have autism <laughs> and I was reading this weird article that said perhaps this is part of evolution because one well that they're the next step yeah or? because okay. people don't communicate the way that we used to a hundred years ago <laughs> we used to go to people's houses and sit down and talk but now we're in a situation where we all stare at our phones we never make eye contact like it is almost to the point where it is improper to make eye contact or if you make eye contact with somebody on the street then you're challenging them so people like keep their heads down when they're walking places and you don't really communicate with just strangers or anything like that anymore and like all like you you think you know you keep everything to yourself and you like People are have, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder is becoming like a, a trendy thing almost hmm. to the point where like people are self-diagnosing with obsessive compulsive and and uh, and ADD and things like that. OCD is us. not man. I gotta clean my house. I'm really OCD. OCD is I like clean my house every day. Yeah, there's a that bunch is, of weird. Uh, that ticks. is too there's like fiddly stuff. Yeah, there are, when you when you know when enough is enough, you don't have the disease. Like I, my little brother. Um, they diagnosed him with with obsessive compulsive when he was a kid. He would wash his hands until his skin would crack and bleed, and then he would wash his hands again. Right. It that's obsessive compulsive. Yeah, exactly. Like there's little things that like I have as far as like ticks and stuff. Like where when I touch, like with my fingertips or something like that. When I touch like certain things, I have to touch it with my other fingertips and like little things like that. And like it used to be way worse where I would like lock and unlock the doors and stuff like that and check my alarm seven times to make sure it was set. And then like, you know, I'd lay down, I'd start to fall asleep and then I have to check it seven more times and like, like stuff like that. And I'm not saying that that is like genuine OCD, but it's more of like a tick kind of thing. Like Dylan was about to say, but the OCD is, there is the self-diagnosis, but the reason there's a self-diagnosis is because it's becoming more and more common and doctors are, diagnosing people with obsessive compulsive disorder more and so like there's a whole lot of and sometimes it's bullshit yeah and sometimes the autism thing is bullshit as well like right. there's also people who like oh i want my kid to be in the special class like where he gets treated better and like hey. doesn't have to do shit so you know rich people are actually paying to have their That's children so weird yeah oh, man it, it's it's fucking crazy but 
regardless, if you look at like the way we act as humans now versus a hundred years ago, and you continue down that progression, like what would happen if we continued down that? That would be basically where like a high functioning autistic person would be on the evolutionary scale. What is the evolutionary advantage then of, of that of that? It's not an advantage so much as that's where it's going anyway. Oh, okay. A good example of my kid went um he wasn't he was basically nonverbal for uh at least until like six, seven, maybe even like he had like a vi- like like seven word vocabulary. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but that's because my brain doesn't sure tell time very well. But like he uh, he was teaching himself sign language from like the alphabet yeah. from signs that he had read in the classroom. So he was able to spell things with sign language. We had thought. Um, me, uh, myself and his mom thought that we might have to eventually like, oh shit, we got to jump on the sign language thing right. because he's learning to spell things and we don't know what he's saying. That's really interesting. Um, got it like to the point where he's now to the point where like, and this might be a little bit of me being like, oh, I'm his dad. I, kn- I know what he's saying, mm-hmm. but like, there's like a, like the way he communicates and like, he'll say things that like, I know what he means when yeah. he's saying certain things. Like when he's really, really mad, he was like, I fi- like I've hit the baseball out and broke the window. And like, that means he's mad. Like he's, that's his phrase. Yeah, for I'm mad. Yeah. Like he's so mad <laughs> that awesome. like he threw a baseball through a window, you know, it's weird because he learns differently, but like sit him in front of a computer, dude, give him three minutes. He'll find anything. Yeah. Like, I went to an autism conference everything was over my head because it was an actual conference for doctors and for people who work with them. Right. One of the children was able to, if you gave them a date, they would be able to tell you what day it would be. Yeah. So if I gave you September 12th, 1989, right. they would know it instantly. Right. And the kid that was able to do that was able to do that 30,000 years backwards and forwards. Yeah. That's nuts. Right, exactly. With a certain percent of accuracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah with like yeah. a really, really high percent of that percent. Crazy. Yeah. Percent of accuracy. 90s and percent of accuracy. Yeah. There was a kid in my class in That's high school. awesome. Was yeah. the exact same way. We would we would go to him. We'd be like, hey, when's my birthday? He knew everybody's birthday. Right. Because they told him one time. What about in five years? Like, we just ask him. Yeah. Prod him and he always knew. And he, he might have been severely. I don't know what, what is severe and what is not. I don't know how the ranking system works. He could talk to us just like that's you not and I severe. Talk, yeah but but he kind of struggled with math but was really good with calendars yeah and, and reading and and stuff so like i didn't really know what his case was but he maybe he's a mayan he <laughs> good with calendars <laughs> one one of the but he took a lot of pride in that like you could just tell he enjoyed doing the yeah. birthday game with everybody so like i didn't really feel like it was us like being is jerks it, is it they uh, children with autism or people with autism they recognize objects a lot better than they recognize faces. Is that um, something I'm remembering from that conference correctly? Yeah. Uh, in fact, a lot of times, well, like... The, they react to... A lot of times, children with autism will not look in a person's face, or people with autism will not look in the person's face because it's painful. When you look at something, your brain, it, it, like, movement is just a series of pictures. The difference with autism is, is that the short-term memory stores all those layers, so it's very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It also happens with sound. Like, for example, my kid will hear a baby crying from a mile away. What? Oh, 
Yeah, not literally a oh, mile. Okay. But like, if he hears a baby crying, like he doesn't like to be around babies crying. We're we're shopping in Fye or something like that, and he'll just be like, "No buts." It's time to go, and it's like... <laughs> That's and, cute. Um, I just find that really adorable. And we'll just have a day. That's another thing he says when he's having a good day. And I love that because... I love this kid. Yeah. It's like the cutest... I don't know. It's just so hard to explain. But like, anyway, the point is the technology, the way that their brains work, it's very easy. Like, children are very quick with, yeah. with technology to begin with, but they hold on to it better. And since we are a society that is glued to our phones, glued to the computers, glued to the internet, looking up everything on Wikipedia to make sure that we weren't wrong. They're memorizing Wikipedia so they know they're not. Ask my kid, like, name five movies Johnny Depp was in that also was directed by this this guy or whatever, and he'll, he'll, like, rattle stuff off. He'll just go on and on and tell you, like, everything, like, and link it all together and then get back to who was also in this with Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's great questions. Why would that be the next, like... I've often We wondered... always think about evolution as survival of the fittest. Yeah. It's not. In this day and age, the fittest means how smart are you? Because hmm. the smartest get the better jobs. Survival of the smartest. It's, yeah. It's, it's a social evolution. Uh, evolution right. in its purest form is whatever dominant. is surviving. Whatever is dominant. Is what the future past. generation becomes. So in the past, when technology wasn't so crazy right it was you know that the person that wasn't getting eaten or right. killed by his brother or whatever he whatever he was doing was what the next gene would do and right. so on and so forth so you get better and better but now that we've got like smartphones and stuff we're look you know whatever we're doing that's being passed on yeah that's and in the, the future we'll evolve all thumbs and it won't be a bad thing to be all thumbs yes because of our smartphones. yeah oh and by the way <laughs> i really want to go on record as stating I don't think autism is the next step in evolution. Okay. I also, I, I can see where it makes sense, but I don't think that it, like, I don't think people are evolving at that rate, and I think that the numbers are sl- are incredibly skewed because of the fact that there are people okay. who are diagnosing, doctors are like, will it, like, in 20 years you're going to, like, Asperger's, that was something that, like, recently was discovered, mm-hmm. but it's been around for ever like people are like uh, Asperger's and like autism and OCD and yeah we're just all that stuff starting yeah. to understand when, stuff like that when now. kids had HDD or ADD in where kids were HD when kids were HD high definition disorder that would be a really good way to describe can that be a, ADD, can that be a disorder kids. can we discover that disorder high definition it's just ADHD. kids who look really really good <laughs> <laughs> to to wrap it all back you want to grow a unicorn not only want to grow but i figured out how i can't wait to hear this evolution and science boom that's it (laughs) no the uh the the method of growing a unicorn right Uh uh-huh you got this big lake and again we're back to the lake no we're back it's the same lake too (laughs) are they just on the opposite side it's all one project yeah yeah yeah. it's all one the people have pet ponies because you you got a lake you got a you got a bunch of horses you gotta have aquatic ponies yeah you throw some fins on the fuckers and watch them go (laughs) they got you got the you got the you put a bunch of 50 families of ponies Right. I really don't know how family units run with ponies you know? <laughs> or horses. We're gonna say horses. Let's go with horses. So you throw some horses. White stallions. Like, you have cans, right? You got the, this fucking can. You use like a can opener. Like, yeah. Fucking. This is some kind of can. <laughs> you know, um, like a can. The, I know what a can uh, is. What are they? Not aluminum. Tin. 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 Yeah, you got a you got a bunch of tin cans, and in the tin cans, you put like some kind of yummy horse food in it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. 
um, the scientific yummy, if you will. Right. <laughs> and then you put a stocking over it, and you rubber band the stocking around the can. A uh, really strong rubber band. Really strong yeah. stocking, whatever. Industrial then, sized. Industrial sized. And then you hang it from a tree. Right. And you put it just out of reach of the horse. Yeah. So they have to break the stocking to get the food, or they're going to die. Okay. I think they're going to grow a horn. You're probably right. I'm a fucking genius. So I think... <laughs> I, think within, I agree. I would like some kind of science award. I haven't chosen which one I'd like yet. The only attack on his theory that I have is that giraffes experienced a somewhat similar yeah. issue, and they just grew necks. So we might so the just horse have, might just get a longer neck. Yeah, that's my other concern, which is... My thought was you just make the cans different strengths of tin that... Stockings. What? They're putting stockings on the bottom. Are they tin stockings? No, no, no. They're just mesh stock, but then they're easier to break. I just understand what the stockings have anything oh, so to do with it. They're easier no to break. No, no, there's a can, but oh. the top of the can has a stocking and then you turn it upside down and you hang it from the bottom. So there's okay. there, there's where the rubber band and the, there's where the rubber band and the stocking is. So because like even if they had a unicorn horn, they're gonna have to hit that fucking thing really hard. They're probably just gonna knock it off, hit it to the ground, and then hoof it open, and then they're gonna grow mutant hoofs or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like we don't want that. We want we want some kind of horn apparatus. Yeah, you know? that's, what, that's what I was thinking is they, they, they get up and their necks grow, and then their teeth get harder so that they can break tin. Yeah, that's what and I'm that's afraid what of. Maybe yeah. they'll grow like Are James gazelles Bond related to horses? <laughs> well, gazelles? Are gazelles related to horses? Everything's related I think, to horses. What's gazelles are closer. They're in like the deer, the deer. family. Deer. Are there any caribou. horse animals that are related to horses that have horns? Two horns, like most animals do? I can't think most of Most animals have like two horns? No, like most horned animals do. Most have horned animals horns. have two horns. Okay. Uh, Go back in a long enough line and yeah. probably... I guess, what what I was trying to say is you have a close enough horse relative with a horn. We don't want to breed genetically into a unicorn, right? We want to watch yeah. a horse evolve into a yeah, unicorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we don't want to mess up and get the horse with a long neck. So we can't, so we can't just like have a horse have a sex long with neck. a narwhal and we'll have to mission be accomplished. Yeah. All the horses with long necks will have to be executed? Well, yeah. Okay. Just to control the environment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, if we're yeah, yeah. if we're forcing people to be at this lake, then we can execute horses. Absolutely. Are you gonna make Are you gonna make boots out of the horses? <laughs> yes. Okay. You can start a business. Horse boots. <laughs> Should we wrap this up? I guess so. I can't I believe th- nobody's more excited about the unicorns. I'm 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 just fucking stoked. I think, I think that it would take some time. I'm very skeptical. I'm just I'm just worried that a horn would not be evolution's answer to the problem. Yeah. What would evolution's answer? How, be? how do we? I'm I'm still thinking maybe it would teeth, grow man. longer lips. <laughs> it's like size noodles. <laughs> Like singing to the cannon, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> fucking Max Rebo's over there, like hammering on some, on some keys, pulling the eye, if you will. <laughs> well, the question would be, yeah, would it get taller? You got to figure out a way to. That's why I said you would need to keep them at head length. Yeah, and then you would need to make them. Well, I'm thinking just Aren't, above. They would have to do some kind of length. work to get it, it, but could get it. Am yeah. I right or am I wrong when I say this? Horns are basically. I know with a rhinoceros, it's definitely hair. What? Like it's. Uh, yeah, you didn't know that. What? I didn't know that either. Did you know that? Hold on, I'll double yeah, check Google. Yeah, like, like it's the same material. Yeah, kind of like your, fi- your fingernails are kind of the same material as your hair too. Yeah, it's okay. dead. It's like dead skin cells or whatever. That. Am I right in saying keratin, or just so, making ass of myself? I, I don't know what it's technically. You think of kerosene? Of- <laughs> I'm not thinking of kerosene. Keratin is. I thought that was something that was in carrots. No, keratin is... uh, I know what you're saying. Is that the letter K? No, it's potassium. It starts with a K? That one gets you. Maybe I'm thinking of potassium. I'm thinking of riboflavin. Riboflavin. Uh, Horns. Rhinoceros horns, unlike any... Those of any other horned animal, 
which have a bony core, only consist of keratin. <laughs> Holy shit. That's how we do it. We get horses with a lot of keratin. Yeah, that's that's still science. Yeah. Boom, that's not boom. so science. much. Ever. Nah, I don't want to genetically engineer them. We're not. No, no. You, you get you, horses with an unusually high amount of keratin. You have a keratin meter? <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do you, there's totally an app for keratin. <laughs> keratin app. Yeah, so I'm picturing them nudging the cans. Definitely, you shouldn't. You shouldn't kill the ones with the long necks. You shouldn't even enclose the animals. So none of all of this is fictional, right? So you, you got to kill the ones with the really, long necks. Really, Dylan? Is it fictional? And then, yeah. And <laughs> I, no, I think it's a great idea. And I think that if if all of our families got together years from now, right. 500 years from now, our descendants would be rich because they would. They would grow unicorns. Yeah. Right? However, growing unicorns and involving unicorns, too, too, you okay? You got it. I just saw you, it happen. Did you just have the breakthrough idea? Fucking, here's what we do. Please finish what you were saying. No, it can wait. <laughs> all of our families get together, right? And, and bang. And <laughs> no, but we all. That's where you're going. With this. Justin is no. so lonely. But we have. We <laughs> have to bang our family. We have kids, and our kids carry out this unicorn research. We buy a lake, and this is this is what we put all of our life into, right? How long do you think it'll be before we before a unicorn happens? Like five hundred years or whatever? There's no, we have no basis to even estimate. So that's a stupid <laughs> fucking question. But let's say hundred thousand. Let's just go with five hundred because I'm more comfortable with that. Sure. Five hundred years from now, we have unicorns. Our descendants are going to be filthy, filthy fucking rich, and we pass down the legacy. We pass down the story of why they're going to be filthy rich. They become filthy rich and then they rent a time machine go back in time and make us filthy rich so it's like through the generations oh wow we make ourselves incredibly fucking rich by growing unicorns that's a great idea so this was just all get rich quick scheme i guess so sounds yeah. like a pyramid scheme i'm gonna to check my bank account <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme everybody get on your phones check your bank about accounts see if it worked yeah be- <laughs> because it's any day now we'll be feeling the effects <laughs> Fucking genius! Can we just like come through I this door it. now, and then we have just all of us talking to each other. Next time podcast. we walk in, there might be a pile of money here, and then we're podcasting <laughs> with our like descendants. Except for the money all has unicorns on it because unicorns are so awesome that they put it on the money. It's like fucking rainbow when you hold it a certain light. It's not worth. It's not worth anything now. Like they're just gonna think it's fake money, right? Some yeah. That's, oh, we just they need to bring the, us gold. That's the twist. <laughs> right there it is. We need to put in the instructions that whatever Cash you do, gold. what matters Can you in our time with is gold board? and silver. <laughs> if you graft a piece of a bone nubbin onto a horse's snout, definitely don't enslave, don't trap horses, don't <laughs> kill the long-necked ones, and don't graft shit onto other horses. <laughs> right. But if you graft a nubbin, would it, for the purpose of poking, would it bur- Would they birth nubbins? Probably not. Okay. It can be done. Let's put it like that. What if we birthing? spike their mane with gel? Just one horse <laughs> after the next. And then over time, their hair is just that way. The horses with the thickest hair would be able to, like, break it open. I thought you were going with a poem there, because you're like, the horses with the thickest hair dosses out smell like a rosen. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we should wrap it up. Yes, let us all wrap it up. My name is Dylan. Thank you for listening. I am Justin. Thank you for listening. I am special, super amazing guest, Cody Krautzer. I was Bill. You were. I've evolved to (laughs) Bill. Difference Uh, is subtle, but significant. You can find Cody on Twitter at at CKXCore, and you can find Bill. Where are you at, Movie Star? At the underscore movie star. Okay. But find me on Vine instead. Oh, Vine. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) And you can just find us. Just find us. Find us. (laughs) This has been Serving Ice. 
Thank you for listening. It was ice to meet you. <laughs> Stay cool, friends.